Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, where we feature the independent and emerging rising stars of Alberta country music. My name is Sarah Scott, and this week we have the very talented country songstress out of Edmonton, Alberta, Olivia Rose. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Let's talk about Olivia Rose. Tell us more about yourself. I mean, I could read the bio off of your website or off your social media, but I love to hear the artists say who they are with their own words. Yeah, for sure. Well, my name is Olivia Rose. Something interesting about me is a lot of people don't know that Olivia Rose is actually my first name and people think it's a stage name or whatever. But yeah, Olivia Rose is my first legal name. I grew up in the small town of Elk Point, Alberta. I now live in Edmonton. I'm 21 years old. I've been singing and writing and performing since I can remember. I think I picked up my first guitar at nine years old and that's when I really started getting into it. I have a new single out. It's called Gold and just trying to make my way through this crazy year. Oh man, that's incredible. Do you remember the first song you ever sang at that young age of nine and being inspired by it or knowing that this is what you wanted to do? I don't remember the first song I ever sang on a stage because I probably would have been like four years old. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the big things I really remember is when I was nine, I won the Global Country Star Search youth category and I got to sing Daddy's Hands by the Judds and that was really, really special. Well, that's amazing. Well, your debut song, Make up to mud from 2014 oh my goodness how cool is that how far do you feel you've come since make up to mud and how have you grown oh I feel like I've come so far I mean anyone it's kind of crazy because I always say I have so many people in this wonderful industry that is the Canadian country music industry that have kind of watched me grow up and change and and develop my own sound. I believe I've become a better performer, a better writer, a better musician, all in all. And that really has to do with all of the amazing resources we have in Alberta and in Canada and all of the incredible people that kind of helped me get here. That's really, really cool. So you are developing and growing your career continuously, which is amazing and so beautiful to see. Who do you love to work with one day in the industry? Oh my gosh, that is a difficult question because there is so, so many incredible people. Somebody that I actually really got to spend a tiny bit of time with last year when I was at the Canada's Music Incubator in Toronto was Jeff Diesel, who's an incredible producer, works with people that we know and love like Dan Davidson and the Nice Horse. Um, We actually got to sit down for a whole afternoon chatting about how he works through his process and everything like that. Um, So I think it'd be really, really cool to do some work with him sometime soon. That's pretty sweet. So you have had opening spots for some of Canada's best, like Dan Davidson and Brett Kissel and Aaron Perchette. So when you go on stage and you open up for those pretty big Canadian superstars, how does it feel for you? And what do you take away from those performances? It's pretty cool. Obviously, we haven't been able to do any live performances in in quite a while here, but the shows that you get to open up for some incredible artists like that really have a certain specialty to them. You can really feel the the crowd's energy and how excited everyone is because they're there to see the person that they love so much. You get to be a little part of that, hopefully create an impression on them. Those are always, always fun because you have a chance to make some new friends and fans with people that are already listening to music that you're looking up to as well those are great shows opening slots are some of my favorites and and you get all the perks like you get sometimes you get your own green room (laughs) and you get to hang out and hopefully get to meet the person you're opening for ask some some advice and some questions and it's it's really awesome 
What is some of the best advice that you have received from an artist? Oh, wow. I remember meeting with Brett Kissel and then actually talking with Brett Wilson backstage at the Centerfield Music Festival. It was really nice because they both kind of realized how young I was at that time. I think I was 16, maybe just turned 17. And they were like, you are doing an incredible job. Just keep pushing, just keep pushing through it and keep thinking about how much of a dream that this is for you. And if it's still that for you in five years, then you're already doing enough. Well, here we are (laughs) many (laughs) years later and you're still doing it. So that's amazing. But before we get on to the future and before we get on to the present, you were a part of this really cool Project Wild initiative. And man, it's such a great artist development program. Tell us a bit about your experience with Project Wild. Project Wild was absolutely incredible. It was one of the biggest highlights of my career so far. Being able to do something like that with so many other amazing, incredible Alberta musicians was super fun and very, very challenging as an artist. It really put things into perspective of, obviously I know about having to do all that back-end business, like all that kind of stuff, but having to do all that in the short span of six, seven months was insane and especially going to the boot camp was so much fun just spend a week out in the mountains learning about music stuff writing and recording with a producer it was incredible and I learned so 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 much being part of Project Wild 2018. I bet what was something that you learned in Project Wild that you did not know before walking into it as a musician and that you're able to take with you for the rest of your music career? I think Something that, I mean, I I did know this, but I didn't know to the extent of what it went to was stage performance. Because when I was younger, I would really just get up on stage, sing my songs and be done. Maybe say my name like once. (laughs) Like I didn't have stage fright, but I really was just there to sing my songs and get off the stage. Like I didn't really know how to engage an audience and stuff. And then I started getting a little bit better at that when I started coming into my own as a teenager, but then working with like Tamara Beattie at Project Wild and really like honing absolutely every minuscule thing in down to like how you're standing at the microphone and how an audience perceives that. I think that was something that really, it shocked me at how how much you can break apart every minute of a performance. It was insane. Wow, down to the minute, that's crazy. Yeah. It, it gives me a lot of admiration for the people that do it on tour every night of the of the week for a year, you know? Wow. Like what's kind of the biggest thing to put on the best performance? How do you put on a good performance? Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I think I've, I've come to realize that the audience just really wants connection. They want to feel like they're on stage with you. You're kind of, you're singing emotions and doing something that they maybe can't do or wouldn't choose to do because that's not their calling. When there's a stage there, sometimes it can feel like a blockage between you and the people who are watching, but the really incredible performers make that such a two-way street and really connect with the audience. Oh man, those are great concerts. And I can't wait to see you in concert again. That would be amazing. (laughs) Can't wait to play again. (laughs) Soon, soon. (laughs) Knock on wood. 
Well, you weren't done educating yourself just yet. You took the artist development program with Canada's Music Incubator in Toronto, which I've heard so many incredible things about from so many artists. So, I mean, for you, educating yourself as an artist, as an entrepreneur, as a performer and musician, that is so incredible. Good Mm -hmm. on you. How important is it for an artist to continually get educated in their career? Oh, it's so important. You can study it for years and never know absolutely everything. And things are changing all the time, especially in this day and age with internet and social media and like just seeing how TikTok blew up in a span of like months, then you have to scramble to learn how to really use it. You know, it's really important to kind of keep up to date with what's going on in the the musical side of things, in the business side of things, keep up to date with what SoCan's doing and what the associations you're part of are doing and stuff because that is really where the root of being successful in this business is going to come from. What is something you would love to learn more about in the music industry? That's a really good question, especially coming from doing CMI. We literally learned about every faucet of the music industry down to like lawyers, entertainment lawyers and contracts. I don't know. I've been really educating myself on songwriting lately, uh, just because that's something that's really easy to do right now in quarantine. And I do believe I've become a much better songwriter this year. And that's something that is good that came out of being in the pandemic is because I kind of had to take it back and, and just do what you can do at the moment. I think songwriting would be really cool to take some songwriting courses and really hone in and, and look at what makes a really good song and what people want. So yeah, that's absolutely incredible that you've done so much with that. And it's paid off because at the Edmonton Music Awards, you know, Rising Star Award for two consecutive years, congratulations, and the Edmonton Mayor's Youth Award and a nomination for Country Recording of the Year at the 2019 EMAs. What? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, those were a a wild couple of years. It was crazy to win Rising Star back to back because I was actually sitting like I think third or fourth row. And uh, my good friend who, you know, of course, Haley Benedict was sitting there too. And she was also nominated. I I didn't think that I was going to get it two years in a row. I had nothing planned to say. Everyone says that, but I had nothing. (laughs) And I was like, Haley, Haley, Olivia Rose. And I was like, what? It was was crazy. (laughs) Definitely. Well, a great song that you brought out was in 2019 and it was called Put It Like That and had the absolute honor of putting it into the regular rotation at my previous job. So that song, tell us a bit about that song and the reception of it. That was so much fun to put out. That one was written with my good friend Drew Gregory, of course, who you know, such a such a great guy, produced by Bart McKay and recorded with some incredible musicians. It's, it's a song about being in a relationship that might not be the best thing for you. It's kind of cool because if you don't really listen to the lyrics, the song sounds like poppy, country, fun, windows down, having a good time. But you listen to the lyrics and you're kind of like, oh, maybe that's not the best thing for the person in the song. Because you hear about all these kind of things that, that are going on in this relationship and you're like, oh, maybe she should move on. I think it's kind of cool because it's that sound is kind of like a facade for being like, well, maybe I should go back to them. Who knows? Maybe it'll be different this time. But that, that was a really fun song. It was really well received. It was actually my very first placement on Sirius XM, the CBC as well. I got tons of incredible support from local stations like yours. Actually a bunch in Ontario as well, which I was supposed to go do a radio tour in Ontario this summer, as well as a tour tour <laughs> that got canceled. It was really fun to put out because I hadn't put out anything in a little while. So 
That's really cool. I feel like Alberta artists are really big in Ontario, which is kind of cool, you know? <laughs> I, I find that there is a lot of support out there because I think Alberta and Ontario are the two like main provinces for country music. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to see that we're not just like segregated to our own borders in Alberta and Ontario. Everyone kind of goes back and forth. Definitely. I can see that. Now moving into 2020, we're just doing chronological order here, yeah. apparently. <laughs> So you had a nomination for Rising Star for the Country Music Alberta Awards, which is incredible. Congratulations on that. How does it feel to be recognized in that way from your peers? Oh, I felt really amazing. I think everyone was a little bit hard on themselves and felt kind of down on their luck this year. For them to even be able to put on the awards and announce nominees was kind of like a little shining light for all of us. I think it was really nice to um, see everyone's name and get to listen to everyone's music again. And so being nominated was a really incredible thing for me. For sure. In 2020, it was such a weird year. And I feel like 2021 is still going to be a bit of a weird year, but we're kind (laughs) of used to it now. But what was something you learned about yourself, maybe personally or as an artist in 2020? You know, I used to think that I was um like a pretty big introvert, but I, I think I've realized that no, I really do need to go out and like blow off steam with friends to be happy. <laughs> like I used to be like, oh no, I'd rather just stay in and watch Netflix, which I do like on five out of seven <laughs> nights of the week. But those two nights of the week, you know, I mi- I missed like going out getting drinks with friends and just like dancing and having fun. And without having that, I kind of It was just like, oh, (laughs) every day is the same. (laughs) (laughs) What did you kind of do to alleviate that? Oh, every day is the same because I'm in the exact same boat. So what did you do? (laughs) I started songwriting more, um, a lot, a lot more. I started doing like up to four writes a week, which was like insane for me, which I'd never done before um, because I've always been a songwriter, but not to that scope. And so doing that like four nights a week, it's pretty cool because it really got me inspired and and it really clicked that creative mindset back in because it's it's fun to come up with little songs and stories (laughs) every now and again, you know? (laughs) Definitely. So do you have any advice for any young up and coming country artists here in Alberta to keep going and to keep striving? What kind of advice would you give them? For sure. That's actually another thing I've done. I've talked to like three or four artists that have contacted me over social media and stuff to ask to sit down just for a little chat. And I love speaking to people who want to get into the industry because if that's your dream, like that's what you got to do. And it's so rewarding. So really, I just say like make connections, like some people have been doing like with me just reach out to people that you really like either their songwriting or their music or their business and just get to know them and then they get to know you and and then that's how you get to know the community so it's really just about creating those initial relationships which could lead to hopefully in the future performances or like invitations to coming out to an open mic or anything like that I think that's the number one thing is just create those relationships and that'll kind of kickstart your career. Now we're moving into 2021 with your brand new upbeat song, which is so fun and so good. It's called gold and man, I love the song (laughs) so much. And you work with some incredible musicians on this song too. 
I sure did. Yeah. Like Ryan Davidson. So, so amazing. Travis. Oh yeah. It was really, really fun. Gold was actually recorded at the same time. Put it like that was. So it's been a while in the making. So I'm so happy it's out now. That's pretty sweet. What does the song mean to you? How did you write it? And where did the story come from? I wrote this song with a good buddy, David Boris, written before. He was actually a, a co-writer on one of my older singles, Hometown Sundowns. And I think just before we were writing it, I was writing a lot of sad breakup songs. I was kind of going through my own stuff in life. <laughs> and I kind of came into the right with a line, you are gold, baby, solid gold. And I was like, Dave, I just want to write like the happiest, like no strings attached love song. Like this is your person. They're the best person for you in life. And he was like, oh my gosh, yeah, let's do it. And so we were able to write this really fun, upbeat, windows down type of love song. I love it. It's perfect for summer, which is hopefully right around the corner as well. The temperatures happen pretty good here. Before we hear your new song here, quickly, Gold, where can everybody find you? For sure. I'm on basically any social media app that you like to go on. Instagram at Olivia Rose underscore music, Facebook at Olivia Rose music, Twitter at Olivia Rose music, (laughs) TikTok (laughs) at Olivia Rose underscore music, and also my website, which is under construction right now, but it is OliviaRoseMusic.com. Wonderful. So let's get you to introduce your song before you play it. For sure. Hey, everyone, this is Olivia Rose, and this is my brand new single, Gold. Just this little teaser You're stuck in my mind You run through my veins What's it gonna take to stake my claim? I know You're the real thing You are
Ramirez, our guest, Olivia Rose, with her latest song right there. It is called Gold, and you can get that song wherever you buy, download, or stream your music, and also you can request it at radio. You can get all of her music wherever you get your music from, and also, like she mentioned, you can get more details about her and her music on all social media platforms and on her website. Thank you to Olivia for joining Homemade in Alberta, brought to you by Studio B this week. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.